Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are, you are now, now listening, listening to, to James Barnett. Appreciate you, man. He says, we panic too much because we don't land the guys that we think we should get. It's not all on the coaching staff either. NIL and Portal has changed recruiting for all college sports. Just my opinion. And and that's yeah. that's what you alluded to earlier, Ike. It's just yeah. that it's not all is lost now when you miss on a kid coming out of high school because there's so many kids who either went to a situation where there was too many guys ahead of them, want to go somewhere and, and prove himself elsewhere. There's going to be plenty of opportunities to get and fill needs now Recruiting isn't the end-all, be-all anymore for making sure you're getting talent. Treat your boys. Chill Boys underwear is designed for maximum comfort with enough space to keep you cool, calm, and comfortable. Chill Boys underwear will help you keep the boys close. Uh, Not too close. When the game is on the line, you won't break a sweat with Chill Boys underwear. Whether it's left boy, right boy, or both boys, Chill Boys provides your boys comfort like you've never felt. Visit chillboys.com and use code RAPPORT, that's R-A-P-P-O-R-T, and get 15% off of your order. Maximize your chill with Chill Boys. Yeah, I mean, again, the, the transfer portal is your opportunity to hit on some guys who you previously may have missed. And so I get the philosophy that people have that, Skill position players want to go somewhere where there's a QB in that class as well. I just don't know that that's the same anymore because quarterbacks just aren't starting as freshmen as much anymore. It's not the same like with basketball where you want to have this really packed recruiting class and all of y'all can see the court at the same time. It's just not going to happen like that with football. Like a lot of the guys – like there's a possibility that a wide receiver comes in as a freshman – starts as a freshman and never catches a pass from a quarterback that came in in the same recruiting class as them other than practice. Thanks. That is a definite possibility. And it's not even like crazy. To, there, now, and it might be that you don't catch a pass from them until your junior senior season, right? But like you, if you are a wide receiver right now and you're saying to yourself, I'm going to wait to see what quarterback commits to this school. I don't even know that you're thinking the right way because that just like unless the quarterback position is awful there. And that's one of the I I saw one of these comments earlier. Nimfufu, he said, the funny thing uh, is that we're talking about being too deep at the QB position. When is the last time that has ever happened? I don't know. And so this is we're actually in a better place than we've ever been. And again, this is me projecting forward. I don't know how any of these guys are actually going to perform on Saturdays yet, Mm -hmm. but I've never felt this good three deep into the quarterback room in my entire time as a fan of Auburn football, ever. I've never, and I've been a fan of Auburn football for multiple decades now. Let me me play the advocate here, Ike. Ike and B. Either one of you can answer. You know, recruiting, a lot of times, is a lot about momentum. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's like who who wants to be the first to get up for seconds? So when you see that first guy commit, mm-hmm. is it does it guys who are already leaning in that direction, does that create a momentum? And I and I think is there something to it that, hey, this guy seems like a sure thing. Let's get him committed so these other guys who are kind of waiting can go ahead and get their commitments in. Is there something to that? Yes. I do think that that yeah. is a a true statement. I just don't know that that has to be a quarterback. Okay. Right? Like, I think that our uh, catalyst last year was Damari Austin signing. He was the guy that was out there doing a lot of the recruiting, okay. a lot of the, yo, you want to yeah. get on board. Because when I get to Auburn, we about to shake some things up, bro. And he was actively out there trying to get other guys. So I'm, I, I do think that you need to sign not just a big name recruit, but a big name recruit that's actively recruiting on your behalf as well to try to get some of his people from those camps that they're going to from these, you know, high school all-star games to Mm. say, Hey man, I know you, uh, you, 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 you gave a verbal to such and such, but man, we got, look, look, man, we got a little something going on down here, bro. You might want to slide this way. right? Right. And again, I think NIL changes that game completely too, because recruits talk. And they know right. what kind of NIL packages other people are offering and putting together, right. Right? right? And so you can say with confidence if you're putting some sort of viable NIL packages together for people like, hey, I know what they're doing down there, but I mean, you can come get bread over here, right? Like that's just the way it is right now. So the, it's just a different game now, but I do think that it is kind of a bad signal to say, oh, wait a minute, hold on. Such and such is going over there. They might be cooking something up. So it's important. Uh, I know that uh, what's the kid's name? Braden Joyner has been pretty vocal yeah, about he's, wanting he's to try been, to get out there and recruit yeah, for us. Sure. Um, but unfortunately, offensive line is not like a unless you are a running back or you are a quarter unless you're, you're a Russell Wilson type mentality quarterback. Like Russell Wilson was was different in college. Mm. He wasn't just trying to go somewhere where he could put up yardage. He wanted to go somewhere where he was going to get protected. Right. He was like, who has right. a good offensive line? Wisconsin. Right. <laughs> Nobody, no, no highly touted quarterback recruits going to Wisconsin, bro. Right. They're just right. not. You're not, skipping, a, you're not skipping over Ohio State, Michigan, all those right. schools to go to He Wisconsin. went and said, who's got the best offensive line? That's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Good, so good unless season. you're recruiting w- Russell Wilson's, having big offensive lines ain't necessarily like Kentucky has been putting offensive linemen in the they can't buy a quarterback yeah Will Levis is the best quarterback Kentucky's had since who was that guy when Kentucky was good it was like 2007 they beat LSU that year the same year that LSU won the national championship was it Tim Couch is that what you're talking about no or, no, no, was no, that, no he was a no, tall Tim guy was he ended up he got drafted by the Giants he didn't pan uh, out in the NFL though I can't remember I, his name for nothing. Yeah. 2007. It? I remember because that's the last time Kentucky was actually good. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. That's it. Andre Woodson. That's what it was. I thought it was Woodson. Yeah, was I thought Woodson. it was Woodson. I thought it was Woodson. Thank you, okay. Blake. Thank you. Lawrence asked this question, guys. I'm curious if Ike's wide receiver development could potentially help us get the QBs. I, I'm assuming he's talking about Coach Ike and not me because I am developing our wide receivers really well <laughs> through how I put together this content on the War Report. You know, because they watching listen, the film I, reviews. Uh, I'm that? taking I'm taking personal um, gratification in the fact that Shed Jackson has become a better wide receiver since That's the War right. Report's inception. You, you are solely responsible through. Mockery. I mean, it's, it's prop. It's probably he yeah, probably owes me a little something. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he may, but you didn't. You, you know, commission check or something, you know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, I gave him a good nickname and everything. 
But uh, no, I do. <laughs> oh, think was it good in the name? <laughs> it's oh, motivation. Okay. It was motivation. <laughs> okay. You understand gotcha. me? Uh, but no, I do think that uh, it's possible that getting higher caliber skill position or players to play it at a better level in that skill position room will help get you a better quarterback. If nothing, it's going to make your quarterbacks look better. Right. Right. You can have an average quarterback with outstanding skill position players that are bailing them out all the time. Mm -hmm. And that makes your pass game look better. And then you come and get a guy. And then you say to yourself, man, you know what? These guys were bailing out average quarterback play. If you come and play with them, we're going to put up stellar numbers, right? Mm-hmm. So you def- it, 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 it doesn't have to just be one way. You just have to know how to sell what you got. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't know a lot of, I didn't understand football, but I thought Ken Dorsey was that dude. Had no idea that he just had amazing receivers. <laughs> yeah. Once I started learning the game. Yeah. So there, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly there. I got a question here from Thomas Jones. He asked, what do you guys think of the young man who committed to Penn State out of Selma, Alabama, who everyone thought was an Auburn lean? I think he's referring to Dakari Nelson. I There's think. two of them. There, uh, Tamarian Parker, I think. Um, Parker, he was. Yeah. He was. So I don't know if he was Selma, but like Penn State got two Alabama. They got guys two Alabama, recently. but Alabama's deep. Like I, I, I don't, th- I don't think, I don't think that Auburn and Alabama alone will be able to grab all of the talent that's in this state. Like we're really rich. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a class. pretty big. Uh, recruiting class for the state of Alabama. I think, um, you know, the fact that he was an Auburn lean um, is interesting that he ends up going to Penn State of all places, right? Like, I don't know. Right. Not Tennessee. What, not South Carolina. Right, like, he didn't go anywhere else in the SEC. He went right. to Penn. Like, if he had gone to another SEC school, I think maybe I would feel a little differently about that. Um, but going to Penn State just seems odd to me. Like, I and, you know, listen, I don't know what they're telling Penn State kids uh, about the recruiting and all that kind of thing. Um, but I, I don't feel any way about somebody choosing this early in the cycle because right. it's so much time. Left. Right. There's so like these top three and five lists that are coming out right there and Auburn's on the line. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care nothing about none of that. When early signing day hits, that's when we'll start seeing some stuff. And when national signing day closes the books until then, I don't feel any way about anybody because we have had. Listen, I was on here praising how much I thought Halsey was going to be a dope receiver for us. Man, that dude is not playing for Auburn right now. Right. Right. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. Yeah. And even, I, yeah, not, not only is there time to defect from where you originally verbally commit, you can flip on a week before signing day. How long was uh, uh, George, uh, he, he played for Georgia. Pickens. Pickens. How long was Pickens committed to us? Ooh. Wait, what is, was what he committed? Was he, he committed? Was he, was he on the verge? No, he, he was, was verbally committed to us for like. Oh yeah, he did flip. He did a ye- he did for flip. like a year That's and a right. half or something. You're right. Yeah, he was and real he tight in the class with Bo because they were doing all their camps together and stuff like that, and it was just kind of like assumed that they were gonna stick together and come here. Man, that stuff don't always happen. And honestly, like I can saying, I'll, let's check for these dudes a year after they actually get there. There are people who aren't even making it to the school where they signed and they're transferring right. out. Like this is right. 
This is so far up in the air. Recruitment, yes, there's a lot to expect when a it should be done. You hope it's done when they verbally commit. If it's been a, a very um quick and, and everybody's been trying to get in on, on some guys and you come out the victor because they verbally commit to you. Great. You got five months of people picking away at whoever you've got in your class to try to break up that class and get those guys on, on their roster. Now, but, but to, I mean, let me just piggyback and add to your point. Robert Woodyard was committed to Alabama mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. And where is he going to be playing football this fall? Right. Auburn. I'll say this. The reason why I'm not I'm not tore up about this is because we haven't missed a lot on the defensive side of the ball. Right. We, right. We've done well in terms of getting talent and development. It hurts on the offensive side of the ball because mm-hmm. we need the talent. We need to improve on that side of the ball. So if you have someone who's considered an Auburn lean, it does kind of hurt from the standpoint of we need to improve on that end. Right. Defensively, I'm okay with that because I we have a track record for getting the right guys and getting them in and developing them. So we're going to lose some guys here and there. Of course, it always sucks, but I'm more confident we get the guys we need at defensive line because we haven't missed at defensive line over the yeah. past few years. And honestly, we need to be 100 times more concerned about offensive line recruitment. Like, Mm -hmm. defensive line, I think there's been a much stronger propensity to be able to find quality defensive linemen in the portal than there has been offensive line. Offensive line, it seems like those guys get into that school and they stick, even if, and probably because of what we're saying, um, quarterbacks, you can be a quarterback for a bad team and people still see the value in what you can do and take you in the draft. Offensive line is the same way, man. You can be the best offensive lineman at Oregon State. And go top 10 because all your measurables, how you grade it out every time you were on the field is great. We're taking them because this is who you want you know, on your right side or on your left side. We You aren't going to find offensive it's linemen stat, just hanging it's not around. A stat driven, uh, it's not a stat driven. So you're just looking at how they grade and how they do. It doesn't matter if it's on a good team, bad team, whatever. It does not matter. So our ability to get a homegrown defensive line talent. Yes. Do we need him? Yes. Echo Leo could be the one of the best pass rushers we've had here in the last five years, and we just grabbed him off of Northwestern. It 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 doesn't matter nearly as much as the ability to get a big, physical, nimble offensive lineman first and turn him into a productive player. So even if your team isn't having the success that it could have, their chances of getting drafted are still going to be high if they're getting enough development, if they're getting the right coaching, and if they're playing in an offensive system that translates to the NFL. Offensive line is 100 times more important. I'm waiting on those guys to commit. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Lawrence Robinson mentions, we whiffed on Russell Wilson. He told Chiz and Gus no. And he was listen, right. He, he was right. <laughs> he was right because. He was right. Yeah, Cam left, but so did that O line mm-hmm. that was in front of him had left too. Like that Man, was a different Auburn terrible. team. That was a different Auburn team that following year. So no, he chose. He definitely made the right decision, there. and he ended up with Sierra. God bless you, sir. <laughs> he made the right decision. <laughs> Talk about a come up. Mm-hmm. Chase Rao says, "I don't want to see another." I'm assuming Demetrius Davis. Mm-hmm. Like, like, can we see our young QB recruits, what they can do before they decide they want to transfer? Thoughts about this one, guys? Uh, I think DD was just in a, a, a tough position with the coaching change happening. Yeah. And that, that's another thing that we haven't even talked about in this entire scenario is that 
you know, the unfortunate reality of where we are with our coaching situation is he's already in a lot of fans' minds coaching for his job. You know, had the turmoil not happened this offseason, we'd probably be in a better place with some of these recruits because they would see more stability going forward in the program. Right. Um, so it's hard to you, – you not only have to convince a guy to come – sit on your bench potentially for a couple of years while he develops or while the guys in front of him get their opportunity. But you have to convince him that you're still going to be the coach here in three years when he gets that shot. Right. And Demetrius Davis committed to a coach that was no longer at the school. So he was essentially starting over as opposed to continuing under the previous whatever he thought he was getting when he got recruited to Auburn. Uh, So he was just in a tough position um, even if he has talent, he didn't fit necessarily the mold of what this coaching staff wanted from their quarterback position. And then, you know, a host of other things that had nothing to do with his talent and ability. Yeah. So it's just difficult, man. Like there, there's, uh, you know, I, I don't envy the position that a lot of these kids get come into college with, you know, like Caleb Williams is actually a really good example of this, who, you know, Ohio, excuse me, um, Oklahoma fans thought they had a QB for the future. Right. Their coach leaves, and so does their quarterback. Yeah. Right. Right. It's a fickle game. Yeah. Their fickle coach game. leaves, and both of their quarterbacks leave, actually. Spencer Rattler and Caleb Williams both did. I don't think they were upset about Spencer Rattler, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, they weren't, but I'm just yeah. saying, though, they thought, man, we got Spencer but, Rattler but, and but Caleb Williams sitting events, here on our roster. Turn of events from one year. What a difference a year makes, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Kyle Sweat says, how awesome is it that these athletes are actually making real dollars for all the entertainment they bring to the country? It's yeah. about time. Man, Long, overdue. Long overdue. Long yeah. overdue. I mean, it's, it, it is as good as it is to be able to see these kids get paid for the money, as much value as they're generating for their university, it still wildly lacks structure. Like, this has to change. And I'm sure it will because it's it's – too many people who actually care and are important in the sport are saying, yeah, we're glad, but we got to shape this up. So it's going to look different in three or four years, four or five years. I think there'll be some structure to it to sure. where everything won't hinge. You won't see the entirety of your roster turnover. You go from something to nothing in the in the, the span of nine months because that's really what's happening here. Like people are leaving in droves and the, the prospects of your program have now just changed dramatically in a short amount of time. I don't think anybody wants to work under those conditions. So something will be in place. I'm not sure what it is, but something will be in place. But And, and, and I think that's started to cut you off, B, too. But I think also, too, a lot of these guys are realizing maybe jumping into the portal may not be a good idea because there are a lot of guys still in there. Yeah, there was, Um, I, I want to say, it was an account. Is, is it Mike Freeman? Mike Freeman? I, I can't remember. Anyway, he, he was saying he works for Rivals and he tracks portal stuff, right? And he said of the just over 2,000 players have gone into the portal in the FBS. So that includes people from, from uh, just group of five or power five. Mm-hmm. 540-something have not committed anywhere, which means they thought they were somewhere for them to, to go to change their situation. I'm sure all of them assumed it would be for the better. Nothing. Nothing at all. That's rough. That is a quarter of the people who thought they were going to change their lives for the better are currently not on a team. Like that's that's not what this was supposed to be. I don't think. Right. So right. maybe they'll find a way to to get that. I mean, it's it, the players are making the decision. Let's be clear here. The right. players are making the decision that I don't like where I'm at right now. I don't like the way things are going for me. So I'm going to leave because I can find something better. Only to find out 
I don't have as much value as I thought I had. Um, there was a kid who, and we're talking about how things can change quickly. He signed somewhere, transferred instantly, and went to, I think, Florida. And he has not seen the field at all yet. And he just transferred from Florida. His name is Bowman. He's a running back. He was supposed to be a highly tattered running back. He hasn't seen the field yet. LSU supposedly looking at him like, what? what is going on for you to go somewhere twice before you play a down of football for, to change your mind twice. It's, it's too willy nilly, man. They, they're going to have to find a way to make this process make sense for not only the players, but for the coaches, Co- players are getting left out in the cold coaches are too, because they think they got a team and then they don't have it. So we got, I we just think some of these players though, they're not evaluating their prospects of, of getting seen the field properly. And then they're going places where they're not a right fit for them. Like they're just going to a school because, you know, you know, and this is going to sound like I'm bashing this coach in particular, but they're going to a school because they have a relationship with that coach. Right. You know, like look at, look at how many players left from Auburn and went down to, to UCF and still didn't pan out at UCF. Right. Because you knew the coaching staff like that's you have to make better decisions about where you want to go. And sometimes that means humbling yourself a little bit and going to a group of five school or going to a school where, you know, they they might not have the pedigree and all that and just go ball out somewhere. That's that's actually one of the things that I feel like of all the things that I think he may have done wrong. Demetrius Davis made the correct decision, which is. Let me go somewhere where I think I can go ball. Right. And then I ball out there for a couple of seasons. Then maybe I take one shot at it at a, a power five or group of five school and, and get my name into consideration. That's what Malik Willis did. Was That was absolutely correct. Yeah. Let me go transfer to Liberty, who hasn't been some football powerhouse, but I'm going to ball out when I get there. Right. Look, man, if you can ball, scouts will come find you. You have to stop looking at it as the pedigree of the school stamps your ability to get to the next league right. or the next level. Ball out where you are. Then maybe you transfer somewhere else for a year and, and show that you can do it against higher caliber competition. But you've got to be a little bit smarter about how you plot. your. There are, are multiple paths to playing professional football these days, and they don't all start at a power five school right. or a traditional powerhouse school. You are now now listening listening to to 